2: Good afternoon and welcome to this Wednesday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. It's the 14th day of February, and uh, we have some uh, very disturbing news to pass along to you. Uh, For the last hour, hour and a half, I returned to our broadcast facility here across from the state capitol monitoring a mass casualty shooting in Broward County. Let me tell you what we know right now. This is a very fluid situation, but uh, about an hour and a half ago, Police were notified that at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, now that's just off the Sawgrass Expressway uh, there in Broward County, that there was a, an active shooter. And uh, what we know at the moment is that um, uh, we're waiting to find out exactly confirmation how many people are injured. The latest report from Fox News is that 20 to 50 people have been injured. Now, in addition to that, Um, we have uh, learned of another report from uh, Florida Senator Bill Nelson that, according to him, there have been many deaths at the school. And so as we're trying to uh, sort this out this afternoon, we know at least that um, the school has um, now begun to uh, release the students they have been coming out of the school for the last 30 or 40 minutes as we've been monitoring this uh, with their hands above their head. We can report that just moments ago that um, about a mile and a half from the school, the uh, person of interest, who is either a student or a former student, was uh, apprehended about a mile or a mile and a half away. I just uh, watched, I believe it's the Coral Springs Police, um leading him to a patrol car. He was wearing a a crimson-colored shirt, similar to the school colors of FSU. And uh, I watched uh, here from the helicopter shot uh, of them um, searching him. Again, Senator Bill Nelson told Peter Ducey of Fox News, there are many deaths at the high school. Now, in addition to um, the trauma alert, all local hospitals around the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School have been put on alert. We did get an earlier unconfirmed report that one teacher uh, was shot and killed as that teacher was trying to either huddle up or protect the students. Now, uh, both Governor Scott and President Trump have been notified. The president uh, just tweeted, and um, I believe that um, as this thing unfolds, It starts out as a level 3 mass casualty alert. That means there's at least uh, 20 uh, that have been injured. But uh, according to sources on the ground, um, some of which is not confirmed, so we're not going to go with everything that we we know. But uh, this looks like um, an absolutely horrendous situation. So what we're going to be doing, today's program, obviously, from the state capitol here in Tallahassee, we're going to be preempting uh, everything that uh, we had planned to do. And what that means is is that uh, we are going to reschedule Howard Kurtz. Uh, he was going to be with us uh, during this hour talking about uh, his latest book, um, Media Matters and Donald Trump. We are going to um, uh, not c- conduct that. We um, may go ahead. Uh, we have uh, a very important interview coming up top of the hour about the 5th Annual Focus Faith-Based Symposium. Uh, we're working on that as well, but uh, we'll bring those details to you as they occur. Now, <clears throat> what we do know is is that uh, the shooting began on the third floor of one of the buildings there at the high school. And uh, right now, as we are continuing to monitor the feed uh, coming in, we're monitoring um, News 7 in Miami as well as Fox News. And as we get more information, we'll keep you posted. Now, the, um, the fire chief uh, had uh, earlier, uh, in an in interview with the Miami Herald, confirmed that one person was killed. Uh, but then again, uh, we've had this more recent uh, report from the um, uh, senior senator from Florida, Bill Nelson, Democrat Bill Nelson, that there have been multiple injuries. So as the police had set up a perimeter around the school, we've been watching this for the last hour or so. For those of you who do not have access to uh, a cable or television, uh, an absolutely uh, huge police presence was uh, converging on the high school. And then we saw this location about a mile and a half away from the school Of course, multiple choppers are up, and uh, we were able to watch the live feed as uh, the person of interest was uh, led out from um, uh, some trees, and uh, we were uh, watching him as he was being searched at the car. So uh, we are standing by. We anticipate that if, in fact, the um, um, person of interest is in custody, And the fact that um, they have been uh, releasing students, or at least uh, students have been told that they can leave. We've watched uh, various lines of students exiting the school uh, with their hands over their head. Uh, They have been dropping off their backpacks. Uh, One instance, uh, they were all putting their backpacks as they were walking out in a pile in the, the middle of one of the streets. So um, with that at hand, I can tell you that it is uh, my sense is that um, it won't be too long before we will start to get some preliminary indications uh, from the authorities there on the ground uh, as to um, just exactly what the specifics are of this horrendous tragedy. And again, if you're just joining us here live, the Bill Bunkley Show coming to you from the state capitol here in Tallahassee. Uh, we have uh, suspended uh, all of, uh, at least for this hour, uh, what was to be our um, programming for the day as we are covering a shooting that took place about an hour, hour and 45 minutes ago in Broward County at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. And that's just off the uh, Sawgrass Expressway. And uh, we had uh, at least indications uh, from uh, Fox News of 20 to 50 injuries. However, Senator Bill Nelson, uh, in talking to a Fox News reporter Peter Ducey, his quote was, Many deaths in high school shooting. Now, that we attribute to Fox News as well as uh, Senator Nelson's office. And so, we, um, we know that this is in the Coral Springs area, as well as the uh, Parkland Police Department, for those of you familiar with the Fort Lauderdale area. And um, we do also know that uh, students have been coming out with uh, some eyewitness uh, reporting. We also have been uh, looking at some of the um, uh, text messaging photos uh, that have been uh, taken on the scene as well. Um, so we don't have any idea um, uh, what the motive is or was. Uh, we have been told that uh, the speculation is that this is either a student or a former student. We, um, we know that um, the student was able to um, um, carry out whatever carnage we're about to learn about and uh, successfully escape the campus of the school uh Broward Shower, Broward County Sheriff's Department is confirming that the uh, uh the person of interest is in custody and uh and so I would uh, imagine that uh, certainly um if not uh during this hour coming up in the second hour we'll be able to um go to uh the coverage there in uh, in uh, Broward County. You know, it's uh it's days like this that um you, um, tell you what, it just takes the breath out of you. And, uh, that's because, um, we have, um, unfortunately, uh, in the world that we live in today, especially with, uh, the social media, the ability for people to go, uh, uh directly, um, uh, in, in directly out and to commit to these acts of uh, horrible, horrible, uh, destruction. And, um. Uh, they do that because um, for various reasons but 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 obviously to to take the amount of innocent life that we 're talking about here uh, of the preliminary reports that are coming in, it is uh, very very disturbing indeed, so I can assure you that uh, the FBI the Florida Department of Law enforcement uh, tobacco and firearms um, all of those agencies um, Uh, have converged on the scene, and uh, as we um, are standing by, we do know that um, there were individuals at the school who were eyewitnesses to the shooter. We are learning that uh, those witnesses uh, were, in fact, uh, driven to the location and that they have positively identified the person in custody um, who the police are still, uh, I don't know if they're still calling them a person of interest or a suspect, uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, apparently he has been apprehended. Also, uh, the um, the uh, the views that we are seeing right now from the helicopter coverage uh, are views that indicate to me that though it has not been officially announced, it looks as though... Uh, We're dealing with a lone shooter situation because um, we uh, do not see any high-level precautions, uh, though the police presence and the fire presence is just absolutely massive from all of the local agencies that have uh, descended uh, to assist the local authorities there in Broward County. But um, because of uh, what we are viewing here, it certainly does not look like uh, there is any sense of urgency uh, because the first thing you want to do is, number one, identify who the suspect may or may not be. Uh, is the suspect, uh, um, you know, working alone? Uh, is, there, is there multiple people involved? And um, as this has um, continued to unfold here, and at about 4.15, 4.16 or so, we are watching the live feeds coming in from South Florida to uh, be able to tell you what is happening. So if you're just joining us, we're live at the state capitol here in Tallahassee, Florida on this Wednesday afternoon. And uh, during the first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, um, we are uh, going with exclusive coverage and updates as they are available coming out from the uh, Broward County uh, area. Uh, We will uh, reschedule Howard Kurtz, who was uh, to be with us during this hour, to talk about uh, his new book, Media Matters. And uh, we'll also give you some programming notes uh, as we go along the way. We'll also uh, have the phone lines open at 877-943-9673. That's toll-free, 877-943-9673. Again, uh, we are uh, waiting, and uh, we'll go live. Uh, when there's opportunities uh, to learn more about uh, what may have transpired here, especially when the, the police have uh, uh, their particular uh, facts, uh, at least for the, the first round of a press conference, to be able to come and uh, give us a statement and uh, hopefully to respond to uh, reporters on the ground. But a very sad day, a very grim day, especially As uh, we are here in the state capitol, I can tell you that uh, the governor and the president uh, are fully engaged, but uh, at a time like this with the state leaders that have gathered here from all across the state, I can tell you that the mood is very somber here at the capitol as we are awaiting word as to um, what are the details of this horrendous tragedy. I'm Bill Bunkley keeping you on the front lines of this breaking story from South Florida. We'll have more after this quick break. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Joe Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president, Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into geo political issues facing israel today the all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person double occupancy for just $3,965 you'll receive round-trip airfare from tampa four and five star hotels wi-fi equipped motor coach three meals daily all taxes and tips for more information go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510 that's 813-515-1510.
1: NRB's International Christian Media Convention, Proclaim 18, is February 27th through March 2nd in Nashville, Tennessee network and learn from experts in digital media, radio, TV, church media, film and entertainment, and international ministry. Hear from inspirational speakers like Kay Arthur, Rick Warren, Eric Metaxas, Jim My Pillow founder, Mike Lindell, and experience NRB's massive exposition. Proclaim 18, February 27th through March 2nd. Details at nrbconvention.org.
3: The following is a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management.
4: I had a lot of credit card debt, and I couldn't pay my bills. So I reached out and contacted Trinity.
3: If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976.
4: They were able to work with my creditors. I've been able to pay off $15,000 in 18 months. It's a godsend.
3: If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976.
2: We're back, Bill Bunkley, here live in State Capitol in Tallahassee. It uh, is about 20 minutes past the hour. Um, we have just been listening to uh, the superintendent of Broward County Schools, um, Robert uh, Runz. He has said, quote, there are numerous fatalities. That uh, would uh, collaborate what we've heard from Senator Bill Nelson. He is uh, still being interviewed. Let's take you live to... Uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida,
5: and be able to find ways to, to support them. But um, our schools, uh, we do what we can to make sure they're as safe um, as they possibly can be for our children. And um, again, this is a day that we prayed would never be here at Broward County, uh, but we're dealing with it, and we're going to deal with it as a community. Uh, we'll pull through it, and um, you know, my prayers and. Heartfelt sorrow goes out to uh, the the families um, and this entire uh, community.
6: Those mm-hmm. comments about mental health and stress are they speculation on your part, or do you have some? Impression no, I, I was responsible, and you know. Well, that's all that's I
5: correct. would say is that other than the obvious, other than the obvious, that's correct. No, I don't. No, sane person that's well is going to go and commit such an a, a, an atrocity. So I would I would say that. It is something that we have to deal with. But it's not based on your knowledge of- It's not based on my knowledge of anything regarding the individual who committed this, but um, I I know it's a challenge and it's something that we've been certainly trying to deal with um, throughout uh, Broward County and throughout this nation, but you know, we're going to have to step up our efforts on that.
4: With with someone in custody, so the rest of the students, hundreds of them are being evacuated right now, right?
5: That's correct. The- the, 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 Yeah, they're clearing buildings out. They're doing it in a orderly manner to make sure that's safe um, so, again, there's a uh, enormous presence of law enforcement um, here, and they're assisting in the evacuation process as we speak. And
7: West Blades, right next door, those the students, school. the middle school, are those stu- students still inside, or have they Maybe been like them? Well? Uh,
5: they are probably going through an evacuation process as well. Um, we have students we know that are coming from um, some of our uh, middle, middle schools, like Nova, where they typically may get dropped off here. Uh, we have them being dropped off at another school site, and we're notifying our uh, parents.
6: On a typical afternoon, what police presence and security presence is on? The- um, every
5: high school in this county has um, police presence at the high school, so there were officers on, on the um, school site at all times. Do
6: you know for certain how many or where? Uh,
5: there typically are at least two um two cars of law enforcement individuals on on our campuses on a daily basis resource officers are they called they're they're called school resource officers that is correct
7: superintendent was the shooter just contained to that one building do you know did he go into another building
5: um don't know the path or or exactly how um the the um shootings occurred where
7: were you when you got that phone call and your heart had to have dropped
5: So today has been a day of enormous mountains and valleys. I was leaving Monarch High School where we were giving the Teacher of the Year keys to a brand-new Toyota Camry um, that was that she won from being a Teacher of the Year in Broward County. We were celebrating our teachers, our schools, and um, got in the car, and as I'm driving back, to the office, I start seeing communication and I hear from staff um, that we may have a tragedy and that's, so I literally have come from giving the teacher of the year a car and celebrating our teachers and our, our district to where I am right now. The
7: deadliest school shooting in Broward County ever.
5: That's what it appears to be.
7: I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for updating us. There you just heard it from Superintendent. Superintendent.
2: All right, let's bring it back in, Mike. That was the Superintendent of Broward County Schools, Robert Runts. And uh, I want to thank uh, WSVN and Fox News, uh, who uh, we are um, uh, monitoring as well. He just reported that um, it is a horrendous situation, numerous fatalities. Uh, He has confirmed that uh, it is a former student, and um, as he was uh, apprised this afternoon, uh, this is the situation that's at hand. If you are just joining us, uh, Bill Bunkley here live in the State Capitol at Tallahassee. We returned uh, here early from uh, our duties uh, to monitor this uh, starting at probably about uh, 2.45 or so. And we have been watching what is a horrendous situation. Here's what we know. Uh, a shooter um, attacked many people at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School there in uh, Broward County. I believe it's in Parkland, Florida. Uh, the school is just right adjacent to the Sawgrass Expressway. We understand the shooting started on the third floor. Uh, as this is unfolded, uh, it started that uh, we heard uh, the first report that a teacher had been uh, shot and killed, as the teacher was protecting the students. Then we heard that there were up to uh, 20 injuries. That was updated to uh, suggest that there was 20 to uh, 50 injuries. Um, so uh, the the shooter was uh, able to escape the campus. Um, sometime later it was about a mile to a mile and a half away from the school the shooter was identified they uh police knew who he was uh it is a he um they immediately understand were uh of course uh, dispatching thrones of a police presence uh, going to his house to where he allegedly works they apprehended him now uh sometime during that apprehension right now i am watching live as uh not only was he he was arrested that being the shooter we got word that he is being transported to the hospital so i'm actually watching a live feed uh coming in from one of the news helicopters in the area uh the ambulance uh the emt truck that has the shooter is being escorted uh, to the school uh at the same time um we um are aware that uh according first to uh, Florida Senior Senator Bill Nelson, then just uh, collaborated by the Superintendent of Broward County Schools, Um, there are numerous fatalities. We don't know um, yet what those numbers are. We are monitoring the situation on the ground in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, as we have uh, the appropriate uh, law enforcement personnel or others uh, who will be um, uh, briefing the press, uh, as well as interviews we're we're monitoring uh, Channel Seven out of Miami as well as uh, Fox News so um, at this point, uh, I want to remind you that as we cover these events live that uh, as we are giving you the information as it becomes available, always understand that uh, this is uh, this is the fog of a, a very intense live situation and that uh, as we are trying to do the best we can uh, to uh, keep you informed uh, as to what the, uh, the facts and the current situation is in South Florida, this is a very fluid situation, and uh, there's, a, there's a good possibility that uh, the sum of what we will report to you uh, between now and 6 o'clock uh, certainly uh, can be uh, revised uh, and um, altered as we go into the evening and tomorrow. So um, we're going to continue to um, follow this. Let's take a time out and check in with SRN News. More from the Bill Monkley Show here in Tallahassee as we are covering the, uh, the school shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Fort Lauderdale. More details coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
8: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. We're getting more information on a school shooting in Broward County, Florida. The school administrators have said there are numerous fatalities and at least 14 victims are reported in an Associated Press report without specifying how many of those are fatalities and others may just be injuries. Ambulances did converge on the scene as emergency workers appear to be treating possibly wounded people on the sidewalks. Television footage showed police in all their fatigues with weapons drawn entering the building today. An FBI agent in charge says that three men who tried to drive a black SUV into the NSA's Fort Meade campus are under arrest today. Several people were injured in the melee there. They say it did not have anything to do with terrorism. Three people are under arrest. On Wall Street, another winning session. The Dow gained 253 points. The Nasdaq was up by 130. This is SRN News.
1: Before lunch, enjoy God's Word. Weekdays at 11 a.m., it's In Touch with Charles Stanley. That's why he was a man of God's own heart. That's why he was a man of great character. He listened to God. And at 11.30, Leading the Way with Michael Youssef. Biblical truth compels all members of all cultures to come to terms with the demands of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM
9: 102.1. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author josh melberg has been released this book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple to understand terms grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity Call 800-422-3838 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-422-3838. That's 800-422-3838. Employees of J.T. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer.
10: Register now for the free CEO Symposium, Tuesday, February 20th from 1 to 4.30 p.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club in Tampa. Join Christian business leaders and Florida State legislators to discuss actionable strategies to protect our religious liberties. Are you concerned about the challenges to our religious freedoms? At the CEO Symposium, you'll hear from impactful leaders like Interstate Batteries' Norm Miller, Vision America's Rick Scarborough, former Florida Senator Alan Hayes, Dexter Sanders of Reclaiming America for Christ, and John Stenberger of the Florida Family Policy Council. You won't want to miss the opportunity to be informed by national business and ministry leader experts on this fundamental right. Call today to reserve your seat for this free event. Tuesday, February 20th at 7.30 a.m. at the Carrollwood Country Club, Tampa. Register online at ReclaimingFlorida.org. That's ReclaimingFlorida.org, the CEO Symposium. Register now at ReclaimingFlorida.org.
1: Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah.
0: And that's Luke 21, 24. We go there that when Jerusalem is back in the hands of Jewish people, the blinders will start coming off. That's when the time of the
1: Gentile is being fulfilled. Heart of Messiah. Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at Let'sTalkFaith.com.
2: All right, we're back at uh, at our post here in Tallahassee. Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show on this Wednesday afternoon. We have been monitoring the latest coming out of South Florida, Broward County, there in Coral Springs, Parkland, Florida. What we do know is um, just before the 3 o'clock hour, uh, a lone gunman began shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. It's being uh, characterized as the worst mass shooting in uh, Broward County school history. We have uh, reports from both uh, Florida Senator Bill Nelson as well as... Uh, Broward County School Superintendent Robert Runts that there are numerous fatalities. Uh, the school superintendent said that uh, it's a horrendous scene. Um, they believe that uh, possibly the suspect was a former student who knew the layout of the school. And among those that uh, may be dead are school administrators there as well as teachers. And um, let's do this, Mike. Uh, Mike is uh, back uh, as we're all monitoring this um, here on uh, our program this afternoon. Let's go to uh, Fox News, who's also uh, broadcasting the live coverage from the local television station 7WSVN. Let's just uh, listen in for a couple of moments and um, see uh, what, what is the latest they're reporting.
5: This again and then one of the kids mentioned you know it's Valentine's Day and there's so many balloons mm-hmm. that they thought the noise they heard uh, was coming from balloons and then he Kind of regrouped and said, "No, that's not not it." And then that realization set in. So, uh, you know, by golly, they uh, on a day that a lot of folks came in to you know celebrate that special someone on campus and and brought the balloons and the candy and so on and so forth. And and they quickly realized there was no celebration going on. There indeed was a shooting happening.
10: My friend Alex Stevens Stevens, uh, encapsulating what has been the most incredible day. I mean, think of it. Fox News reporting.
2: We'll listen in for a second.
10: School and as he just pointed out they 're all celebrating, and what if it 's that? sadly, it was not let 's turn to the Florida Senator Bill nelson, who 's joining us uh, live now and was the first to tell us so sadly that uh, th- that there were fatalities in, in this instance. I understand, Senator, thank you. I understand you spoke with superintendent R- Runcie, Robert Runsey of the of the Broward School District earlier. What did he tell you
11: yeah it 's a bad day, Shepherd. Uh, he told me just exactly what he then. Uh, an hour later uh, said, uh, live in a press conference down there, a uh, number of fatalities. Uh, he did not know the exact amount, but uh, he uh, implied that it was clearly more than one and could be several and many. Uh, our heart goes out to the families, the students, the school, uh, they're grieving. I have already said my prayers to give them comfort but this is a tough time and Shepherd we each time this happens and how many have happened uh, we say enough is enough and then it happens again so it's a tough tough day
10: what can Congress do
11: well you know we could not even get past a
2: bill all right, let's go ahead change. and bring it back, uh, Michael, because um, uh, we're going to be covering this, and uh, we want to thank uh, Fox News and we'll continue to monitor Fox News as well as channel Seven um, as uh, Shepard Smith is uh, going to be engaging uh, with uh, the Florida Senator. Uh, obviously there there's going to be a, a discussion uh, among some about the, the gun issue. Um, I can tell you very clearly that uh, this day, this time, this moment, it's uh, not to talk about the gun issue. It is to talk about a horrendous, um, despicable act by a person who on Valentine's Day uh, sought to uh, kill, to maim, to injure many, many people. And um, as far as this moment is concerned, certainly our our prayers and our heart goes out to... uh, the students who had to experience this uh the families of those who have been injured, and certainly the families of those where the crowds have really um, gathered in large numbers outside the police perimeter outside the um the the huge collection of first responder vehicles there um I guess one thing that uh for many people at the high school level that um with the advent of uh, not only cell phones, whether all students have cell phones or not, there's enough cell phones there that even if uh, uh, students who, it's who, a family decision, don't have cell phones, at this point, I would imagine that most parents, whether their child there had a cell phone or didn't have a cell phone, they have probably received some sort of uh, either a text message uh, or a call, um and so uh unlike uh, what would have happened with this tragedy say 20 30 years ago where you would definitely uh, or if we were talking about uh, an elementary school with small children where children would have to be evacuated and reunited with parents uh, say at a, at an adjacent school or municipal building somewhere Um It would seem to me that um, my speculation would be that a lot of people um, either have been communicated with in terms of uh, students and parents or guardians uh, about uh, what the situation is. So if you're just joining us, uh, we are coming up on uh, about quarter to the 5 o'clock hour. We have been monitoring the situation before 3 o'clock. We have a lone gunman, a lone shooter, went on the campus of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School there in uh, the Broward County area, Coral Springs area, Parkland, Florida. Uh, it is literally uh, right adjacent to the Sawgrass Expressway. We um, know that uh, the shooter was able to um, uh, shoot and uh, create his mayhem. He was able to escape the campus of the high school uh the police uh, very quickly had the intelligence to know uh, who their person of interest was and um, what they were uh, who they were looking for. Uh, it seemed to me it was about thirty or forty five minutes uh, into it that uh, he was apprehended about a mile and a half away uh, and they got their suspect. He was uh, identified by uh, a couple of um of uh, eyewitnesses. Uh, I actually watched live as he was led out of uh, from under uh, a group of trees next to the side of the road um, wearing a um, sort of a, a crimson uh, Florida State uh, color uh, of a shirt. Uh, I think it was a polo. Uh, he was thoroughly searched, and uh, now we've been watching a slow um, uh, and uh, unfolding. Um, procession, uh, police cars and an ambulance where he has been uh, is being transported to the hospital. Now we uh, heard first from uh, Peter Ducey reporting with Fox News. Senator Bill Nelson reported that there had been uh, numerous fatalities. We now learned that uh, that was collaborated by well Robert uh, Runsey, who's the superintendent of Broward County Schools, but. Um, Again, uh, Senator Nelson got his report from Mr. Runsey, So as I reported earlier that uh, we had a second source of confirmation, it turns out that uh, that is the sole source of, con- of uh, confirmation that we've had numerous fatalities. Uh, apparently it's a horrendous situation inside. Those are the words of the Broward County uh, School Superintendent. Uh, he did uh, suggest that uh, among those who are dead, administrators and teachers. We had a we we heard earlier from an eyewitness account that one teacher had been killed, who was uh, protecting the students, and uh, we haven't been able to um, gather any more details from that, um, and we are awaiting now for more word as to uh, exactly. Um, Exactly, what, what this situation uh, has uh, to, to offer in terms of the facts uh, there on the ground. But uh, here it is, Valentine's Day. And um, it is on this day that we have the next, in what will be talked about uh, for a long time, a mass casualty shooting uh, at a public school. This being uh, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Public High School there in uh, Broward County. Uh, That's a campus with multiple buildings, as I've been uh, monitoring for the last uh, hour or two. And the shooter who um, is uh, suspected by the school superintendent uh, that may in fact be a past student uh, came back to the campus. And uh, also speculation that uh, um, we might have uh, someone who's familiar with the school. Now Fox News is just reporting This is breaking news that there's at least 14 fatalities. I repeat, uh, Fox News uh, is reporting that uh, there's at least 14 fatalities. Now, that uh, has just uh, come across the wires, and so as we're keeping you updated on the situation on the ground there, again, I like to always reiterate that um, as we are being very careful and we are monitoring the information that we are giving out here live. Um, Oftentimes, as we're trying to let you know what we know and what we believe that is credible information, uh, oftentimes the nuances, the specifics of the story, what's happening, that has to be uh, sometimes it's often updated. Sometimes we find out uh, things that we told you when the event was unfolding. Actually... um, Turn out to be uh, a very different indeed. What we do not know is we have uh, absolutely no idea why this um, why this individual decided to go on this campus and uh, to take the lives that he has. Actually, I'm watching right now. He's in the Pompano Beach Fire Rescue Truck Number Two Fifty Two. I'm watching a live feed and there is a, a police escort uh, with the uh, the ambulance the EMP uh, with the EMT um vehicle and uh being escorted to the hospital and so uh we don't know uh what the extent of his injuries are. Uh we don't know if the injuries are self-inflicted. Uh we do know that he w- I was watching him, he was standing um, they had him handcuffed by the patrol car after they let him out uh, under the under the trees where we could watch this unfold with the helicopter. Um, he was standing there, so we don't know if uh, uh, these injuries are, are self-inflicted. We don't know if these are injuries that were as a result of the police closing in and apprehending him. We, we just don't have uh, any information yet at all. So we are standing by. And uh, again, we'll continue our live coverage uh, all the way up to the 6 o'clock hour. And uh, when um, I'm assuming that sometime between now and 6 o'clock, we'll have at least uh, an initial press conference by uh, the authorities on the ground who are dealing with this uh, very, very uh, sad and horrendous situation, Valentine's Day in America as uh, all eyes here in America and around the world are watching and waiting for the details coming out from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And again, um, we'll keep you posted. Bill Bunkley here live from our location uh, as we are broadcasting you, uh, broadcasting our show from the 2018 session of the Florida Legislature. I can tell you that... um, the state officials here, from the governor, the cabinet, members of the House and the Senate, uh, great concern as we're all standing by to find out more about uh, just exactly how bad uh, a bad th- th- this, this this absolutely despicable situation um, uh, that has unfolded in um, Broward County. So let's take a time out. Uh, we'll reset more of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. <music>
12: Direction in your life? Here's today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffers. In our series on discovering God's will, we've talked about different directions to look to to find God's will for your life. We said, first of all, if you're facing a decision, look upward. That is, talk to God in prayer, read His Word. God directs that way. We've also said you're to look around you. Look at circumstances. Could God be using those circumstances to lead you one way? We're going to talk about a third direction in which to look. It's one that's going to surprise you. The Bible says we need to look inwardly as well. Many times the key to discovering God's will is to discover your will. That is, we're going to see how God uses our desires to give us direction in life. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org.
4: Ladies, between career, family, friends, and church, there's barely time to breathe. How about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talks Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. Maybe it's just my husband or some. he just hates to wash the clothes but he loves to wash the car. Laugh out loud with several hundred of your BFFs. Do so you know what I do? I put all of his dirty underwear in the rag pile by the car. <laughs> for a ladies expo featuring shopping giveaways desserts and light hors d'oeuvres with food trucks on hand ready to satisfy your appetite for fun faith talks ladies night out with leslie norris townsend thursday march 22nd from 5 to 9 at bell shoals baptist church last year's event sold out so get your tickets early tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com that's letstalkfaith.com
9: if people can't hear the message, they can't receive the message. Audio issues in your church sanctuary can cause people sitting in dead spots to have trouble hearing while others are drowned in loudness. Christian Sound Installation is your full-service audiovisual team, specializing in the design, installation, improvement, and repair of audio and video systems, and training your volunteer team as part of the installation process. Don't lose the message. Call Christian Sound Installation at 813-505-6302 or visit csifl.net.
10: Who's happy to be at the game today? You know who's not happy? Your buddy Pete, stuck at home doing the laundry with his wife, who loves soap operas. Pete should have taken advantage of Sun Country Cleaners' wash, dry, and fold service. With 38 convenient locations in Tampa Bay and delivery, Pete could be here, dealing with overtime at the ballpark instead of dealing with an overflowing hamper. Sun Country Cleaners, let us do the laundry while you do life. Online at suncountrycleaners.com. Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle? Problems with the electric, something's wrong. Click Uh, yeah, we'll work on that.
1: When was the last time the owners of a heating and A.C. company took time to share money-saving tips on your A.C. system? Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance, the air guy, and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1.
2: We're back. Bill Bunkley here, and uh, we are monitoring details coming out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. If you're just joining us this afternoon and have not heard the news, we have had uh, a major shooting incident at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Broward County there in Parkland in Coral Springs, Florida. Uh, apparently, it was a lone gunman who possibly has been a former student of the school, may have been familiar with the campus. We uh, know that there are numerous fatalities. Just moments ago, Fox News reported a number, a minimal of 14 fatalities. We've heard both from Senator Bill Nelson and the Broward County Superintendent of Schools, Robert uh, Runcie, that uh, numerous fatalities. The superintendent said it was a horrendous situation. And um, uh, right now we're waiting to hear more details uh, in a press conference uh, uh, when that comes along. Now, um, Fox News was just reporting moments ago about the alleged uh, shooter. He has been taken to the hospital. Uh, we don't know what the extent of those injuries are. We know that uh, there's a systematic evaluation of uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School ongoing. Uh, I will tell you, it's, it's, it's a relaxed situation. Um, we're not seeing uh, the type of... Uh, uh, footage uh for at least forty five minutes an hour of say Columbine those have been coming out uh they have uh been so in an orderly manner. I want to tell you that um there is some disturbing post allegedly by this alleged gunman uh on his instagram page uh certainly um we we don't know uh we understand a, a firearm was used. Uh, in the the course of uh, the destruction that he has caused there at the high school. Um, We uh, are learning that possibly uh, he has been plugging in, uh, of all groups, with a Syrian, as in the country of Syria, uh, in the Middle East, a Syrian resistance group, as well as um, uh, another radical, potential radical group out of Iraq, and... um, either a few day either a few days ago or a few weeks ago apparently uh he was involved with a youtube live event or a live conversation live interaction and the subject of that uh, youtube session was building bombs and we're now learning that as the police were descending on the marjory stoneman douglas high school uh as they were quickly uh they moved very quickly in these matters And so as they were clearing the high school, they were told uh, uh, the first responders, uh, I think we had two to four different SWAT units that were involved, uh, to be aware that uh, in addition to looking for the gun and the gunman, that because of the activity they had uh, picked up that he was on this YouTube uh, talking about building bombs, then that uh, was in the equation as well. Let me be very clear we don't have any reports that there, were, uh, that there are any bombs in the school. We don't have any reports that that is part of this story. Uh, to the extent that it's part of the story is um, what has to do with uh, what the police have been dealing with there on the scene. So the latest is um, Fox News is reporting and we're monitoring Fox as well as WSVN Channel 7 out of Miami that um, 14 people, uh, at least 14 fatalities in this uh, horrendous situation. As we are watching and monitoring um, overhead what's happening there in in the uh, vicinity of the high school, unbelievable uh, amount of first responders, as well as uh, we have seen uh, parents back beyond the – the police tape, uh, certainly, who have rushed to the scene, this is a parent's worst nightmare. And uh, to think uh, about uh, this is the day that we are celebrating Valentine's Day uh, around the country, uh, it is uh, disturbing, very disturbing indeed. So uh, we are standing by, and in fact, Mike, if you will, go ahead and capture that audio um, Let's go ahead and capture that. Um, we now have a press conference going on. We're going to be having to clear here top of the hour, and uh, we'll get into the second hour of the Bill Bunkley show here momentarily. Uh, I assure you that we, we will bring you the entirety of uh, this uh, police briefing. We'll do that uh, here uh, shortly. But um, I want to just uh, bid those of you who have been listening on our answer stations as well as uh, on the biz... If you would like to uh, stay with us for our live local coverage of uh, the shooting at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School there in Broward County, the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, we will continue our coverage. You can uh, tune in uh, throughout West Central Florida on AM 570. Uh, if you're in the uh, central region of the state, you can also tune in at AM 910. And, of course, if you're in Lakeland, we are um, at FM 102.1. So, more of the Florida coverage, more of the Bill Bunkley coverage of this very, very sad Valentine's Day massacre in Broward County. More coming up in the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
4: American my husband Dominic and I thank God we are I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor we sell American made not like our competitors we're a Hunter Douglas dealer which gives a lifetime warranty we do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning tell us you're a veteran first responder or proud American we'll give a donation to St. Jude see us at Clark and McIntosh or call 922-2345 remember Dominic's Blinds American made not from China
1: Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. That is the gospel message, the gospel defined. Jesus died sacrificially, he rose victoriously, and he offers salvation to everyone who believes in him. That is the gospel. Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTVN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
6: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Yet another school shooting, this time in Florida, and there are numerous fatalities. Jim Glugowski is with Salem Media, Miami, Florida. Right now, the uh, word
1: is that there are 14 victims, but as many as possibly seven people have been killed at the Marjorie Stillman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, today. A uh, gunman opened fire uh, earlier this afternoon, and um, that gunman now is also en route to the hospital.
6: He has now arrived. Broward County Superintendent Robert Runsey says there are numerous fatalities. It is a horrific situation, adding, it's a horrible day for us. The Broward County Sheriff tweeted that so far we have at least 14 victims, the tweet added, victims have been and continue to be transported to Broward Health Medical Center and Broward Health North Hospital. The sheriff's statement didn't elaborate on the victims or their injuries. President Trump is expressing his sorrow and concern. The president sends his prayers and condolences to the families of the victims of what he called the terrible Florida shooting. On Twitter, he said no child, teacher or anyone else should ever feel unsafe in an American school. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. The Senate is officially debating an immigration bill, although which bill remains somewhat fuzzy.
7: Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is frustrated. I'm a little perplexed, frankly. Senator McConnell says Democrats are holding things up.
6: My Democratic colleagues have
11: spent months, months, as we all know, demanding the Senate take up this issue.
7: But the Senate's top Democrat, Senator Charles Schumer, says that's not it at all.
13: The majority leader's desire to vote on unrelated partisan immigration bill, legislation that's not only silent on DREAMers, but also silent on border security as well, that's not a productive way
6: to begin the debate.
7: Majority Leader McConnell wants this whole thing wrapped up by week's end. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill.
6: On Wall Street, the out by 253 points, the NASDAQ rose 130, the S&P advanced 36. More on these stories at townhall.com.
3: The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management.
14: My husband and I wanted to buy a new car, and we don't have very good credit
7: ratings, so the bank recommended Trinity, so we called them. And the people were very nice. They told us the best solution for our problems. If you're
3: in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5348 to talk to a certified counselor.
14: Trinity consolidated our bills, got us a lower interest rate and a much better
3: monthly payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands.
14: We feel much better now. Things are going pretty well. And since we've been with Trinity, our credit rating has really improved.
3: If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5304. My name is Ann, and we're debt-free for keeps. 1-800-936-5348
6: Three people were in a vehicle the National Security Agency says tried to make an unauthorized entry onto the spy agency's campus Wednesday morning at Fort Meade, Maryland, in an incident that led to gunfire and left three people injured. FBI Special Agent in Charge Gordon Johnson says investigators are looking into what happened at the NSA facility and what the three men were trying to do.
2: Why were gunshots fired? Again, this is part of our investigation to determine exactly what happened here. This vehicle did come onto the NSA's compound unauthorized, and NSA has a series of protocols that they respond to these types of events.
6: The three people injured were the driver of the vehicle, an NSA police officer, and a civilian onlooker. Johnson says the injuries suffered by the police officer and the onlooker did not appear to be life-threatening. He did not have any information about the driver's injuries. The NSA has said although there was gunfire, it doesn't appear anyone was shot in the incident. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A rise in consumer prices has stoked inflation fears in financial markets. The
0: Labor Department says overall consumer prices rose 0.5% last month, the most in four months. But excluding the food and energy categories, consumer prices jumped 0.3% in January, the biggest climb in a year. And core prices increased nearly 2%. Analysts are focused on whether faster price increases could cause the Federal Reserve to raise short-term interest rates faster than expected. Higher interest rates make it more expensive for consumers and businesses to borrow and spend and could slow growth. Mike Hemp in Washington.
6: An internal investigation says Veterans Affairs Secretary David Shulkin improperly accepted Wimbledon tennis tickets and his staff lied that he was getting an award to justify his wife accompanying him at taxpayer expense on an 11-day European trip that mixed business with sightseeing. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel.
11: Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods.
0: This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN.
9: Our rights come from nature and God and not from government.
11: You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God.
0: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
2: Good afternoon and welcome back to the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. We're coming to you live from our post here at the state capitol in Tallahassee. It is the 14th day of February, Valentine's Day here in America. And if you uh, have been listening during the first hour or if you are just getting off work and uh, maybe in traffic on the way home or uh, shuttling the kids around to their afternoon activities, um, if you have not uh, heard, uh, we are keeping a close eye on a tragedy that has unfolded uh, in Broward County at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. It unfolded uh, starting at about 2.45 this afternoon there is uh, an individual who has uh, gone on a shooting spree there at the school um want to tell you that the situation uh, is uh, at this point under control in as much as we have learned that uh, there were multiple fatalities 14 is the number that uh, fox news is reporting right now also numerous people have been taken to the um uh, to the various hospitals we know that the uh, the alleged person of interest of the shooter was apprehended off campus about a mile and a half away. Uh, that individual uh, is in police custody and, in fact, has been taken to a hospital with undisclosed injuries. As uh, we are standing by, um, we probably are, are going to... Uh, uh, see this story unfold uh, uh, during the next few hours, and we are keeping a very close eye. We'll have more details uh, throughout the, the hour of the Bill Bunkley show, but um, as uh, we don't know much more than that at the present time, our thoughts and prayers are with all of those uh, who have been involved, especially the students uh, who uh, witnessed this uh, this horrible tragedy, and, of course, the parents uh, and the families of the victims all we are praying for, both the president of the United States and Governor Rick Scott uh, have been uh, fully informed, and uh, they are now reuniting students uh, with uh, their parents or guardians, and um, for that uh, we are monitoring now. What we're going to do is um, want to talk so- about something very important to me, and uh, don't 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 worry if there's any uh, significant news. In fact, uh, we're going to bring you comments from the sheriff. Uh, a little bit later on uh, in our program, uh, that just uh, took place a few moments ago, that that latest update. But um, let's get back and and have a conversation about something that's very important to me, and that is, um, you know, that right here uh, at Faith Talk, uh, it, our our Christian worldview, our worldview from religious liberty and religious freedom, uh, it is it is a it is a a tenet that we hold very dear. And during the entire history of our our nation, even though it's come under attack here in recent years, there has been a a direct involvement uh, by our churches, uh, by our clergy, by men and women of faith, not only in their communities, but in the raising of the children of those communities, and also being part of the, well, the community fabric. Well... We want to talk about that today because next week there is an important uh, symposium. It's actually the fifth annual uh, FOCUS faith-based symposium, and uh, it's a coming together, if you will, about the the relationships that can really be cultivated for the good of our community, the good of our kids, when we match some of the the wonderful social service organizations that service right here. Uh, particularly in Pinellas County, along with a lot of the faith-based um, entities and organizations. When those come together, I tell you what, it is awesome. So in light of uh, the uh, symposium coming up next week, my next guest uh, for today is Dr. Marcy Bittleman, a Chief Executive Officer of the Juvenile Welfare Board and uh, going to be a very important contributor to What's going to be happening next week? Now, the Juvenile Welfare Board of Pinellas County is a publicly funded, mission-driven organization with a seven-year history of improving the lives of children and families in Pinellas County. Now, Dr. Biddleman oversees an annual budget of uh, $84.2 uh, million dollars in a workforce of uh, 54, while ensuring policies set forth by the uh, the board of the directors, and they're interested in investing in programs uh, between the faith-based community and social services that have proven results, and that's part of what this symposium is all about. And when we talk about the thousands of Pinellas County children and the families that uh, are positively impacted by these efforts... Uh, you know where my heart is, and uh, doing all we can to promote and, and to um, undergird uh, all of these activities is so very, very important, and it just makes all of our communities there in Pinellas stronger. Now, I want to tell you that uh, also Dr. Biddleman has 12 years of service with the United States Marine Corps. We certainly uh, deeply appreciate the service of the nation. District Administrator for the Florida Department of Children and Families, the Executive Director of Heartland for Children, Vice President of Community Based Services for Eckerd Youth Alternatives, and Executive Director of the St. Pete Free Clinic. With that, uh, Dr. Biddleman, good to have you here this afternoon.
14: Well, thank you. <laughs> a nice introduction. Thank you very much.
2: Well, I tell you what, you deserve it, and uh, we thank you so much for what you're doing. Well, coming up uh, next week on February 22nd, an all-day opportunity at the Suncoast Cathedral in St. Petersburg. It is the fifth annual Focus Faith-Based Symposium. Tell us a little bit about what this gathering is all about.
14: Well, this is the beginning of um, just our involvement with faith-based and, uh, and why we do this type of thing uh... which leads to the to the symposium uh... we have several things that are that are going on but this is uh, really a primary one uh... to help bring the whole network of people in this community give them an, one more way one more door on how we can come together and how we could put some of things to whether it's service or whether it's uh... interest or uh... keeping an eye I mean, we of course are focused on children but, uh, but keeping an eye on all the children, whether it's your neighbor, whether you're working in and around a school or picking up your children, it's everyone that has to work together. And we've just promoted that for such a long time, whether it's through the faith community, business community. However, uh, we can get out there and say children need to be safe. And, uh, and it's, and it really is incumbent upon all of us to do to do the same thing, to make sure that we're looking out for them. I used to do a training where I, I would say, if you want to know who needs to make sure children are safe, go look in the mirror because it belongs to each one of us, that we should all be responsible for children. This symposium really is just one more way to, uh, to bring a particular part, a specific part of the community together uh, so that they can talk about what they do this is just one of many, many types of things. But this is very, uh, I think, comfortable and uh, informative, uh, very educational for those who are wanting to work within their church or through their church or using their faith uh, to, to help in this community to, kind of, to, to be part of that safety network.
2: So I want to uh, remind our friends that are listening in Pinellas County this very moment, if you are a pastor if you are a deacon or an elder or a member of your church, um, if you've been thinking about or praying about how your local ministry can do more in the community, how it can get involved with uh, the lives uh, of the community at large, I want to tell you that uh, you are invited uh, to find out more about possibly coming and joining the fifth annual focused faith-based symposium next week uh, on February the 22nd, It will be getting underway at 8.30 a.m. It will be an all-day affair, uh, wrapping up around 4 o'clock. Conveniently located at Suncoast Cathedral in St. Petersburg. Again, at Suncoast Cathedral in St. Petersburg. And uh, here's a website, and I'll give you this uh, website uh, certainly a couple more times during our conversation. Next uh, next few moments, go to jwbpinellis.org. That's jwbpinellas.org to find out more on how your faith-based organization or church might want to come and take part and learn how you can plug in. Now, I want to remind you that uh, focus uh, is this 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 compilation of bringing the faith-based community together, as law uh, as well as with social service providers uh, in partnership, and that includes of course the Juvenile Welfare Board that we're talking about this afternoon the Florida Dream Center, uh, Eckerd Connects Community Alternatives as well, and uh, all of that coming together at, with a great game plan looking at uh, how they can work together to impact the children coming up in the next year. Now, um, so why, as far as the Juvenile Welfare Board, I know there's other sponsors, um, tell us a little bit more, Let, let's drill down more on, on what you have found to be the importance Of the faith-based communities, and uh, why is it important? Why is it important to you to be one of the sponsors to bring both the private sector, the faith-based, and the social service agencies together?
14: The uh, we have we have four um, focus areas for here at the Juvenile Welfare Board. The latest one is strengthening community. And that means being out in, it's not just about community or the word community means so many things anymore. It really means get into the neighborhoods. And uh, the families that, uh, or individuals that uh, attend or go to a church or synagogue or whatever their faith takes them to, uh, one, they're already interested in uh, taking care of themselves as it, and their own uh, social, emotional well being, but uh, they are. Perfect uh, to help do some of these other kind of things that have to happen. We do fund programs They the volume of children and families who are in need uh, Whether that could be because of economics, but it also is about uh, behavioral issues substance abuse the whole opioid uh, Issue that that here we are again trying to uh, being in a huge crisis that we have to adjust to the faith community those are people who already Really, really care. The pastors are terrific. Uh, they do want to come together. They see a lot of their uh, congregation, the people in their congregation, coming to them for how do I, how do I get this or here's my problem and I need some help. Well, we can do some of that. In fact, we're trying to set up a, a different way of helping out the pastors so that uh, that we could provide maybe resource or we could uh, help with what's. Where's the best place to go? The the reason and it kind of goes back to what you really asked for. The reason the faith community is so important is because they're everywhere. There they are there are so many uh, uh, different places that families could go to and get good information. But the resource in a in a church or uh, or any of the other faith groups, the resources are limited. I mean, they're doing everything else. Uh, and so we're trying to bring the social services together with the, uh, the pastors, ministers, uh, so that when someone comes to them, they actually can get them right to some kind of help or assistance or certainly information about where's the best place to go. So uh, I think that this symposium that's coming up really puts those two very vital things together, who the family will go to and how will they get the resource. And I, I really do think that that's going to be a great opportunity. And one of the things that I really wanted to say about this symposium is it's an opportunity for small churches, for individuals uh, to come and be part of this greater whole where we uh, can talk and we they're going to hear a lot of information but it doesn't have to be at, at the bigger churches we want them we want and we, we have a lot of uh, churches who work with us but I really want to welcome and ask for people to come uh, who are just looking for something to do that they can be a part of this community and uh, it's, oftentimes it is through their church so uh, but, but it doesn't matter the size of the church or what you know in fact that's the point. What you don't know is what
2: you're going to find out when you go to the symposium. Mm. And, Dr. Biddleman, I just want to add to that that, um, of course, for the last couple of decades, um, a lot of my work at the state capitol here in Tallahassee has been, uh, fortunately, with a, a, a legislative majority that has uh, embraced many initiatives over the years, um, bringing in the faith-based communities uh, as the, the private uh, sector partnership, I know in some regions um, quite the opposite is true around the country. But here we've worked on that, and I think your point is so well taken that uh, just about every church uh, is a beachhead, and it's in a local community. And oftentimes people in that local community will come knocking on the door of the church, whether it's a a food need, a clothing need, or some sort of need. And uh, different churches have different ministries, but you never know who's going to come to your door. And when you have a church that plugs in to this particular effort, there's a lot of opportunities for churches to make a referral to help people in need. And that's what this symposium is all about. Not only the fact that we're going to be doing some, some work on this synergy moving forward, but if you haven't attended the symposium and you're in Pinellas County, um, someone from your church really ought to attend because the networking is going to be going on and how, through the social services entire net of outreach, um, that gives uh, not only an opportunity to help people, but for those uh, who want to also uh, have um, some guidance in the spiritual aspect of their lives, it gives uh, some of our faith-based organization and churches the ability to do that. Now, if you're by your home or office computer, I want you to go right now to jwbpinellas.org. That's jwbpinellas.org. And there you can find out about uh, this symposium. And again, mark your calendars. It's at the Suncoast Cathedral in Saint Petersburg uh, next week on February the 22nd. Get underway at 8:30 in the morning, and they'll wrap up around the four o'clock hour. 5:00. Now, uh, Dr. Biddleman, I know that this group is called Focus. So, tell us a little bit uh, that an acronym. Tell us about what Focus is. And how the uh, the welfare the Juno welfare board there got together to organize this event
14: um, I have probably about twelve thoughts at this moment to tell you, but focus itself is uh, it is it is an acronym for family oriented concept united to serve, and I'm reading that because i've always called them focus uh, The point is coming together the, there are so many issues that can that need to be handled. One of the things that I've said for years in, in any talk that I've ever given or presentation is that the original social workers, the original ones who helped, came from the church. Uh, we only got social workers and formalized it and made it a little bit different as the years went on. But go back to basics, and uh, people in the church are the ones who really have always wanted to help what we're trying to do is because of the um, so many things well so many there are so many resources, but there are so many problems and that connection needs to be made we We have to put our need along with our resource that's what this symposium will do is that it really says, and here are some things you can do, and here are some uh, opportunities for people who are uh, who come to you in need or uh, this is just that opportunity to put those two things together, and I think that's, that's the whole point of it. Um, and why JWB is involved in this is uh, because we really need to be on the forefront of how do we help. Uh, we, you, you, know, you mentioned our budget, and yes, that's, that seems like a lot of money. It's not up against all the people that need help. So it has to be bigger, bigger and broader. And besides, I think there should always be opportunities for people to help. It doesn't have to be done by agencies. It, uh, that, that's not the only way we do things. And the whole faith community is just one gigantic way uh, to be part of this whole thing. And we, we need their help, enjoy their help. We have great relationships uh, here from, from the juvenile welfare point of view. Um, I'm always looking for volunteers to send out to one of the programs or, or um, just because the need is so great that we anybody who wants to come, anybody who wants to be part of helping, and I think we all have this little thing in our hearts where we want to help others. And uh, there is a way to do it. And boy I, I don't know of a better place where it's kind of like a, a one place where you can get a lot of information, meet a lot of great people, and um, be part of the whole helping network that's going on. Uh, And not just because, money is incredibly important and I always have to be careful about that. Money's important, but the more important thing are the relationships, are people getting to know someone else and then sometimes when you have two or three people you can have a little bit more courage or step out or do something a little bit better because you have somebody with you. And And our faith community provides that. Uh, just, just the idea of working together and and doing some good things. Uh, it's, you know, that's what it's all about.
2: And I want to remind you that uh, I'm encouraging every church, every faith-based organization, if you can send a delegate next week. Uh, we're talking about the fifth annual Focus Faith-Based Symposium there in Pinellas County. Uh, it's going to be taking place February 22nd. in the morning at the Suncoast Cathedral in St. Petersburg, 8.30 to 4. And uh, what a wonderful thing it would be uh, if we had our faith-based community um, coming in mass and saying, hey, we want to learn what you're doing. We want to help be a part of the solution, and uh, that would be great. Just a few moments left. I want to come back with one last question, Dr. Biddleman, and that is uh, this is the fifth year. Um, just give us a, a little bit of a flavor of what's going to be happening during the hours of 8.30 to 4.00 for those who may be thinking about, considering, or praying about coming and being a part of the symposium next week.
14: Okay, uh, what we'll be doing obviously is highlighting collaborative efforts, uh, who's already working together, how can you become part of something that's, uh, that's happening, and uh, the, there's going to be about 30 different organizations uh, churches, but organ- social service organizations they 're going to have tables there, so there's a lot of information uh, about networking and resourcing that you can just walk around and uh, in addition to uh, great speakers who are going to you know talk about different different things there's going to be the opportunity just to go pick up some information uh, and so that you 'll have that uh, you know, to, to network yourself. Um, So you can bring that. Actually, when you were saying, uh, you know, if if you can go, go, well, one representative from a a church can take back a lot of information for their entire congregation. So I I think that's all. That's also part, a very important part of what we're doing.
2: All right. Well, again, we're talking about you plugging in with your organization, and uh, our guest this afternoon has been Dr. Marcy uh, Bittleman chief executive officer of the juvenile welfare board there in pinellas county and we're talking about your participation representing your church your faith-based organization at the fifth annual focused faith-based symposium coming up on february the 22nd an all-day affair it's going to be happening from 8 30 in the morning to four o'clock there at the sun coast cathedral in saint petersburg and uh, for more information, go right now to jwbpinellas.org That's jwbpinellas.org jwbpinellas.org And uh, I want to tell you from here in Tallahassee, I could not um, encourage you more than to come and to meet Dr. Bittleman. All the fine folks are going to be there. And, uh, Doctor, we thank you for being with us today. And uh, we are praying for a huge crowd for you next week.
14: Well, you certainly are going to be instrumental and significant to that huge crowd. You've done <laughs> great for us today, so thank you very much.
2: All right. Well, thank you indeed, and uh, we wish you all the best, and thanks for being with us today. Thank you. All righty. Get that website, jwbpinellas.org, jwbpinellas.org. Let's take a time out. When we come back, uh, we'll bring you uh, a press conference from Scott Israel the Broward County Sheriff, about the latest uh, details coming out of the shooting at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School there in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley, live in Tallahassee. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
10: Register now for the CEO Symposium Wednesday, February 21st from 7.30 to 11 a.m. at the Laurel Oak Country Club, Sarasota. Join Christian business leaders and Florida State legislators to discuss actionable strategies to protect our religious liberties. Are you concerned about the challenges to our religious freedoms? At the CEO Symposium, you'll hear from impactful leaders like Interstate Batteries' Norm Miller, Vision America's Rick Scarborough, former Florida Senator Alan Hayes, Dexter Sanders of Reclaiming America for Christ, and John Stemberger of the Florida Family Policy Council. You don't want to miss this opportunity to be informed by national business and ministry leader experts on this fundamental right. Call today to reserve your seat for this free event. Wednesday, February 21st, from 7.30 to 11 a.m. at the Laurel Oak Country Club in Sarasota. Write this number down for information and registration. Call 877-634-2279. That's 877-634-2279.
13: This is an urgent update from FreedomChecksAlert.com. On March 1st, $34.6 billion is expected to start being paid out to thousands of everyday Americans via Freedom Checks. Checks so big they make Social Security and every other government program look pathetic. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. Lisa, a 57-year-old from Tulsa, Oklahoma, is set to cash in an even bigger check for 66500 To be clear, this is not a government program. It is much better than that. There are no age and income restrictions. As long as you act before March 1st, you have the chance to join thousands of people like Doug and Lisa who are reaping a massive windfall from life-changing freedom checks. To see how you can claim your full share of this $34.6 billion payout, go to www.freedomchecksalert.com. But don't delay. March 1st is only days away. Go to www.freedomchecksalert.com for more details. That's www.freedomchecksalert.com.
1: There was a tiny crack in the corner of Mike's glass, spreading like a spider, Ah! across his windshield, he wasn't worried, his first thought was a new free windshield, and cash on the spot, he called 813-96-GLASS, 813-96-GLASS, if
9: it's chipped or cracked,
1: we'll buy it
10: cash back with comprehensive insurance
1: know the truth with pastor philip de
10: his freedom was limited he ends up in prison his life is cut short but that's okay when you're a forerunner it's all about preparing the way clearing the way and getting out of the way you're expendable it's okay to be a link in a chain
1: of god-given reactions weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Indescribable,
2: We're back, Bill Bunkley here in Tallahassee. It is Valentine's Day, it is uh, Ash Wednesday, it is Lent, and uh, it is also a day where, um, unfortunately, we've uh, we're learning about a, a horrific situation that unfolded uh, just before the three o'clock hour at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Fort Lauderdale. Now. We're going to talk about Ash Wednesday, going to talk about Lent in just a few moments because uh, we are standing by, and uh, first we're going to bring you uh, an interview of just moments ago from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, Scott Israel is the sheriff of Broward County. He's going to be giving us an update in just a moment, and then we'll check in with SRN News, and as uh, we are keeping uh, very close track of any developments uh, as they're coming forward, I want to talk about uh, what this day is all about, and though uh, we have been focusing on what's happening in South Florida, you may have seen some folks, uh, well, moving around with a a little bit of charcoal on their forehead, and uh, if it was earlier in the day, you might have noticed it was a cross. Later in the day, it sometimes gets a little smudged, but um, important day, especially for those uh, who are Catholics within our listening area. We'll get to that uh, coming up in a moment, but first, let's go ahead and uh, take you back to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and let's get the latest uh, update from the Sheriff of Broward County, Scott Israel. This
15: horrific scene, as soon as the buildings are cleared, right now the buildings are not safe to be cleared. We're asking that you put out on the news ASAP that any parent who's looking for their child to please go immediately to the Marriott within the Heron Bay complex. Our deputies and other police officers are transporting these young students over to Heron Bay to be reunited with their parents. So that's where we want parents to go. Uh, I want to thank Mayor Beam, Commissioner Sharif, and Mr. Runcie for being here to support the Broward Sheriff's Office and to be with me at this uh, terrible time. Last thing I want to say is this is a terrible day for Parkland, Broward County, the state of Florida, and the United States. My very own triplets went to that school and graduated from Stoneman Douglas. They played football and lacrosse uh, at that school. So it's, uh, it's just catastrophic. There really are no words. And we will keep you updated. I have spoken to Governor Scott. Uh, he's out of state. He is on his way over here. I have spoken to President Trump, and he's offered the full power of the United States of America to help us get through this. Any questions? I can't hear you. He was found off campus. I don't exactly know where. I believe he was found in the city of Coral Springs by a coconut uh, beach, uh, Coconut Creek police officer. That's unconfirmed right now. There's so much information. I can't. Uh, From what I understand, there was a time uh, where he did attend the school. I don't know why he left. I don't know when he left. That is correct. He was not a current student.
9: I I
15: wasn't there, but I I was told that there was no confrontation. He was. Can you hear me? He was taken into arrest without incident.
12: Do
6: you have anyone else in custody on him standing? No, just one. one. Okay, do you have an age on him?
15: I on? believe he's approximately 18 years old. Okay,
6: and then at least one
9: dead? Multiple. Multiple, so more than one. And you said the school's not safe right now. There's still children inside, and what if you're... What what is- well, I
15: don't know. Uh, we, believe, we believe at this point that all children that we know about are cleared and are outside the building. However, we don't know if there are injured people. We don't know if there are people hiding. We don't know, so uh, we will not begin to uh, release information or begin to open up the crime scene until the SWAT components say the school is safe and clear. When I hear all clear, we'll begin the next phase of this investigation. Are
7: teachers dead or only students? I have no you idea. You Mr. Beagle?
10: This-
15: no, I-
7: injuries, approximately how many?
15: Well, we, I don't know how many injuries there were, but we know 14 people were transported to area hospitals with varying degrees of, of wounds. Uh, what we'll do is we'll, we'll wait for the school to be cleared. We'll go on to the next phase. I know this is critically important we'll release information to Broward County, and we will keep you up to date. But for right now, there's no more information to impart. So are talk about where the shooter
9: was with the inside. We've so heard and I know there's a lot of rumors. Hey, don't go on me. The firecrackers, and it the drive-by with the shooter inside He
15: was outside and inside at varying times. He certainly was inside. Thank you.
2: All right. That was Scott Israel. That uh, interview just about uh, 20 minutes ago uh, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the sheriff of Broward County. And um, what we probably can uh, ascertain from that, uh, unfortunately, from coverage of previous incidents, uh, the children that are known of have been evacuated from the school. We do know that there was a report that uh, the shooter was involved with a YouTube, converse, uh, YouTube conversation a few days ago or a few weeks ago about building bombs. So what the multiple SWAT units are doing, they're going from room to room, closet to closet, um, and they are clearing the school. And I guess, no no doubt that with the idea, um, though no report of any bomb situation has uh, been forthcoming, they're Proceeding with abundance of caution, I suspect that it will be on into the evening before we get uh, more details on specific numbers involved with this tragedy. Before we take a break and come back and talk about uh, this day, Valentine's Day, Lent, as well as Ash Wednesday. Let me just pray for all of what uh, is transpiring here in our state. There are fellow Floridians, and if you will, just, uh, you know, don't close your eyes if you're driving, but just join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that uh, through the medium of radio, we're able to um, uh, get shoulder to shoulder with many brothers and sisters in Christ each and every afternoon. And Father, we thank you for this avenue, this platform to come together. Father, I first want to pray for every individual who has been personally impacted by this uh, tragic situation at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. I particularly want to pray for the first responders, all first responders who have um, been dispatched to the scene. Pray, Father, you would be with them, you would protect them, you would gird them up, and uh, those that uh, are already uh, on the front lines dealing with uh, what has been described as a horrendous situation, we just pray you give them strength, you give them wisdom, and you give them uh, the ability to, uh, conduct their uh, professional res- professional responsibilities. Then we pray for all the moms and dads, the guardians, the aunts, the uncles, all of the folks who um, get the news that no one wants to get. Certainly, Lord, you know not the news I want to get with my 12-year-old, that there's been an incident in school. Father, we ask that you just pull up alongside in your spirit each and every one of those folks and, um, Father, let them feel your presence. And, Father, for those students who um, were impacted at all, uh, slightly or greatly, Father, we just pray you be with them as they are dealing with that emotionally traumatic situation. We pray for um, the families uh, who don't know about their loved ones and the families who maybe have, have learned one way or another through social networking that possibly a family member. Uh, was one of those among the fatalities, we, we just pray you, you, you would just minister to them. And, of course, uh, those who have been wounded and, and the family members that are worried about them as well, we just pray that you would, um, you know, let them feel your spirit as well. We pray for the entire uh, Broward County area. And uh, as, as we would be praying for uh, West Central Florida or here in Tallahassee, and, Father, uh, we, um, we know you're in control. We know that this didn't take you by surprise, and uh, you have told us that uh, we have not because we asked not. And so under your obedience of your word, we are coming today and uh, following uh, your instruction to ask for um, just to minister to all those involved. Thank you, Father, that we can come before you. And, Father, as you have instructed us, we pray specifically, We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and we pray this today. Amen and amen. Well, let's take a time out. We'll check in with SRN News. And again, we will be um, giving you any updates, but we'll also talk about the importance of this day, Valentine's Day, Lent and Ash Wednesday. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back live from Tallahassee. I am. Here's the latest
6: from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel says the shooting suspect is an 18 year old former student at the South Florida school where the shooting erupted. He says the team was arrested without incident after he was located off the school grounds in a nearby community. He didn't give details of when the suspect had attended the school. But the sheriff says the suspect wasn't currently enrolled. He also says the shooter was outside and inside the school at points during the attack. He didn't elaborate. The sheriff says several SWAT teams have gone in during the afternoon and are clearing every building at the Parkland High School complex to ensure no other threat remains. He also says that the FBI has stepped in and will begin processing what he describes as a horrific scene. On Wall Street, the Dow by 253 points, the NASDAQ rose 130, the S&P advanced 36, oil up a forty one 41 today. This is SRN News.
4: Ladies, between career, family, friends, and church, there's barely time to breathe. How about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talks Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend.
12: Maybe it's just my husband or just do
4: some he just hates to wash the clothes but he loves to wash the car laugh out loud with several hundred of your BSs. so you know what I do I put all of his dirty underwear in the rag pile by the car <laughs> for our ladies expo featuring shopping giveaways desserts and light hors d'oeuvres with food trucks on hand ready to satisfy your appetite for fun faith talks ladies night out with leslie norris townsend thursday march 22nd from 5 to 9 at bell shoals baptist church last year's event sold out so get your tickets early tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com that's letstalkfaith.com
12: are you looking for direction in your life Here's today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. In our series on discovering God's will, we've talked about different directions to look to to find God's will for your life. We said, first of all, if you're facing a decision, look upward. That is, talk to God in prayer, read His Word. God directs that way. We've also said you're to look around you. Look at circumstances. Could God be using those circumstances to lead you one way? We're going to talk about a third direction in which to look. It's one that's going to surprise you. The Bible says we need to look inwardly as well. Many times, the key to discovering God's will is to discover your will. That is, we're going to see how God uses our desires to give us direction in life. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress,
1: go to ptv.org we turn your broken glass into cold hard
9: cash
6: auto glass america that's right tampa bay if you have a cracked windshield and full coverage insurance they can install a new one for free and buy back your old one for up to 100 cash on the spot call 813-96-GLASS that's 813-96-GLASS 813-96-GLASS we
1: turn your broken glass into cold hard cash auto glass america
14: say that God accepts the worship of all religions.
1: What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shalt have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jock Vanapie presents The Stunning Truth About Bible Prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910.
4: God, I'm running
1: for your heart, I'm running for your heart Feel I am a soul on fire Lord, I'm running for your ways I'm waiting for the day Well, I am a soul on fire Feel I am a soul on fire
2: Hey, we're back. Uh, Bill Bunkley here. Bill Bunkley Show live from uh, Tallahassee. Just a one quick update, if you're just joining us. The uh, Associated Press is reporting that the suspect, which we only identify um, very early on, and we don't give uh, suspects to uh, any kind of a, a mass, a shooting mass casualty, ongoing publicity, but uh, uh, AP is reporting that the suspect is Nicholas Cruz, N-I-C-O-L-A-S, Nicholas Cruz, 18 years of age, allegedly a former student, and I understand he's going to be transferred now from the hospital after being checked out uh, back to um, the uh, official police custody. Well, um, by the way, it's probably going to be sometime into the evening as they are clearing. It's a a large large high school. uh, Several buildings are three-story, so I'm assuming we'll be well into the 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock hour before the next uh, substantial briefing, but um, you'll be able to um, choose uh, where and when you want to plug in with that as the evening goes on. Well, today, um, let me just give you a quick update of what's happening in Tallahassee. Probably the the biggest thing to mention here for a minute or two before we talk about this day being Ash Wednesday and Lent and, and Valentine's Day is that we do know yesterday when it comes to gambling in the state of Florida, the 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 three top uh, individuals uh, we had the seminole indian tribe uh sat down with uh state senator bill galvano who's going to be the next uh, president of the senate as well as uh the speaker designate Leva the three of those uh, met yesterday um and they are trying to uh uh, hammer out a deal that would be acceptable to the Seminole Indian Tribe. That part of that contract um, uh, went to null and void a year or two ago. They've still been operating the same games. The money that would have been due to the state being put in escrow, but uh, in light of the the big uh, constitutional amendment number three that uh, right now is polling at 75 to 78 percent uh, favor favorable that. Uh, uh, it is the, the voter control of uh, casino gambling that basically says that if the voters approve that, uh, hey, you want to do casino gambling? you got to do a statewide referendum on your project and get more than 60% of the vote. Well, that has the, um, uh, the gambling folks here just running for cover. And uh, we were going to play, uh, play for you a brand-new uh, radio and TV spot. We're going to hold that mic till tomorrow. Uh, let's just do that, and um, the, the anti-casino uh, gambling or the anti-gambling forces of which I am part of that coalition, um, No Casinos has a spot that uh, went up on the airwaves, but in light of uh, what's happened today, we'll get back to that to topic and conversation tomorrow. So, this is uh, a very special day because this is Lent, and this is um, Ash Wednesday. Well, when you deal with Lent, uh, it is part of a Christian tradition. And um, Ash Wednesday, as it is today, uh, usually begins the period that ends about six weeks later with Easter. Today in Lent, as well as Ash Wednesday, is um, the day that uh, believers who participate uh, in this will prepare um, to be ready for Easter. They prepare through prayer. They prepare through doing penance, um, the repentance of sins, almsgiving, self-denial. The event was uh, observed in the Anglican, Eastern Orthodox, Oriental Orthodox, Lutheran, Methodist, and Catholic churches. There were some of the Anabaptists uh, who um, were part of this, as well as the Evangelical churches observed during the Lenten season. Now you might have um, uh, saw some folks uh, walking around today. They um, they went uh, to mass, uh, most of them the Catholic Church, and uh, they went and receive were part of mass, received uh, the charcoal embers of the cross uh, that was drawn on their forehead. They will go out through. They will uh, continue through their entire day with that. And um, early on, you probably. If you've been out and about, you'll see people who have the cross. By the time it gets to be this hour, the cross sometimes gets smudged. But uh, it's an identification uh, on Ash Wednesday to prepare um, um, the idea that um, the the repentance of ashes, the ashes representing this repentance on the foreheads, Uh, sometimes it's a cross, uh, or sometimes... um, There's other, you can also see phrases of repent and believe in the gospel. Um, Another approach to this through the years has been the phrase, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And so um, that's what Ash Wednesday is all about. And so it just so happened that uh, Ash Wednesday today also fell on, well, it is Valentine's Day. And uh I can tell you that uh we're gonna be celebrating Valentine's Day uh in our family later on in the week, because obviously uh I'm in Tallahassee and Mrs. Bunkley is back in Tampa, but February the fourteenth, uh all across the US of A. Let me tell you what, this is big business. I mean it's all about love, right? But let me tell you what. You you can tell because as soon as the first of the year rings in and They uh, no longer can sell all of the New Year's paraphernalia. Overnight, you see red takes over all the big box stores. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, there is a ton of uh, candy. There's uh, just uh, who knows how many millions of flowers, as well as those Valentine's Day gifts and the restaurants. Don't forget the restaurants. All of what's happening today, all in the name of St. Valentine. Well, St. Valentine uh, was a saint, and uh, there are some traditions. And it is a centuries-old holiday that we are also recognizing today. And it comes from the ancient Roman rituals to the customs of Victorian England. And uh, history.com, I wanted to share a little bit uh, because, uh, you know, oftentimes we have These holidays and um, either we never really knew what the history was behind the holiday or we have forgotten. But uh, history.com reports that the history of Valentine's Day and the story of its patron saint is shrouded in mystery. We do know that February has long been celebrated as a month of romance and that St. Valentine's Day as we know it today carries vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman tradition. I want to tell you that the Catholic Church recognizes at least three different saints need, named Valentine or the Antilius, all of whom were martyred. But uh, basically, uh, most of the legends suggest that the Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were beaten and tortured. But the love of St. Valentine lives on today in hope that... Uh, you're having an opportunity to have your special Valentine's celebration this evening. Well, that'll wrap up this edition of Bill Bunkley Show. Be back tomorrow with more updates from Tallahassee. going to be a busy day. Up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten. Today's edition of Living Truth. Walk with me. Walk with me. That's part two of a two-part series. Coming from the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 16. So uh, coming up in a moment, our... My pastor, Dr. Ken Whitten, will have a great message. Hope you'll be around and um, stay tuned to receive it. Until tomorrow, thanks for being with us. I'm Bill Bunkley, live from Tallahassee. Keep the folks in Broward County in your prayers. God bless and good night.